in this current stage of life, what do you want? Do you want to continue to get up every single day and go into this eight to five job and let it suck your soul away from you? Because that's what it sounds like you're doing. Or do you want to take that leap of faith, start a business that you're going to be in, work in, be excited about? And yeah, you're going to take a pay cut, but your life is going to change drastically. Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Hello, lovely midlifers. Welcome back to the show. I hope you are having a great week, and I hope you enjoyed Monday's episode of Breaking and Making Your Own Rules. Oh, yeah. Monday's topic actually ties into today's topic, of shifting gears and changing careers, because both episodes have a lot to do with reconnecting to your values in this season of your life. Because as you go through different seasons in life, your values change as well, right? What you valued in your 20s is much different than what you value in your 50s. Today's episode is a good reminder to spend a little time asking yourself what you value, what you want, and most importantly, what you don't want. That's kind of good. Today's show and Monday's show also have a lot to do with matching how you are feeling on the inside with what you are doing on the outside. Just like Gandhi said, this is one of my favorite quotes. Y'all know I love quotes. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. I couldn't agree more, Gandhi. We all want to be happy. So in order to reach happiness, you need to harmonize and synchronize your internal world with your external world. Today's show is a good reminder to take action on your incongruent thoughts and feelings, which includes taking action towards a career that brings you joy and fulfillment. Even if you are completely satisfied and fulfilled with your current career, I promise that you will gain some great wisdom from today's show. Besides, After you hear our guest story and her advice, you might decide to finally take the leap into starting your dream business or switching to a totally different career. And let me remind you that you are never too old to switch gears and change careers. 
our chat today actually reminds me of the path I took to get me where I'm at right now, talking to all of you inside my little RV while I look out at Mount Shasta in California. Oh my gosh, you guys, it is so gorgeous here. Needless to say, I'm beyond grateful that I took the leap from my cushy corporate job to starting the Midlife Makeover Show podcast. And let me tell you, I am just beginning. (laughs) Lots of great fun stuff up ahead. I just know it. I feel it. Before I introduce you to today's guest, make sure you download your free Midlife Makeover Toolkit at freemidlifetoolkit.com which will help you uncover your values at this awesome season of your life. The Midlife Makeover Toolkit will also help you gain clarity on that next courageous step to take in your life. The toolkit goes along with Monday's episode too, because I included the Wheel of Midlife for you. Yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner. When you download your free toolkit, you'll also receive insider alerts on new episodes, live shows, free workshops, special offers, and a $50 coupon to the Midlife Makeover Method online course. All for free. That's a big winner, winner, chicken dinner. Just go to freemidlifetoolkit.com to get all your goodies. All right. If you need a little extra motivation, inspiration, and laughter in your day, you can also follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show. And I am confident, so confident that you will find something on my page to make you smile. I am also confident that today's guest will make you smile. And even make it think a bit about your life, your values, your gifts, your strengths, and living up to your true potential. Today's guest is Mary Catherine Stahl, aka MK Stahl. She is a busy mom, wife, and the community manager for the Fit Body franchise. She has a love for health and fitness and inspires others to be the best version of themselves. At the young age of 25, she started as a member at a fit body, and it quickly became the best part of her day every day. At the time, she was working in an operations role at a real estate firm, which did not provide any sense of purpose. Wah, wah, wah. She used that passion and energy she felt at boot camp to open her own location in August 2017. That is so amazing. Today, she has successfully opened multiple Fit Body locations and continues her journey with ownership as a mentor and investor. She also serves as the community manager for over 250 Fit Body locations and is the host of the Beyond the Scale podcast. MK is passionate about supporting owners and clients to live their best life through prioritizing health and fitness. Everyone, please welcome MK to the show. Enjoy. MK Stahl, what a cool name. Thank you. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Super happy to have you here. 
you, I was reading your bio, you're a wife, you're a mommy, which is a lot in itself right there. Uh, you are the owner, franchise owner of Fit Body Bootcamp, which is really cool. And I was telling you before we hit record, I was like, what are we going to talk about today? We could talk about like getting in shape, which is like, don't we all want to get in shape? <laughs> I'm working on that myself. But I'm actually so fascinated with your story of how you came across Fit Body Bootcamp, how you changed gears and changed careers. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about Fit Body Bootcamp. And I'm excited to have you here. So welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Excited yes. to dive in. So, so tell everyone a little bit more about you and then how you came across starting Fit Body Bootcamp. Yeah. So let's see. It all started, I was a few years after college. And, you know, like a lot of people, you graduate from college not really knowing what you're going to do with this degree that you got, which <laughs> it's so funny. I have to just share this. Looking back, when I went to college, I thought I wanted to study athletic training. And so that was my declared major. Within the first semester, I realized I don't know enough about sports. I don't fit in with the other people in my classes. I can't be an athletic trainer. So I switched to communications. And then here I am. I've opened three gyms. I'm like, why didn't I stick to athletic training? I needed that education. But you know, It all worked I, out, obviously, it, it right? All, it all worked out. But after college, I was still kind of, I was just like dipping my toes in different things. I wasn't really sure where I was going to land when it came to my career and what I was passionate about yet. And so I was working in a very unfulfilling job. I was an operations manager at a real estate development firm, big title for a young person. Um, I made okay money, but one of my friends invited me to Fit Body Bootcamp. It was a new gym in town. I had never been to like a group fitness studio. I was always into fitness. I love to run. And I was in a running group at the time. And that's actually how I met this friend. And so she's like, just come with me to take a free session. And so I went. And within the first session, the first week of going, I was hooked. And it wasn't just the workout. It was the community. It was the culture. Mm. It was that the coaches knew who I was. They greeted me by name. I enjoyed working out with other people. And it was like, you kind of saw the same people every day. You're challenging one another. And I would get it in in the morning. So then I didn't have to worry about it the rest of my day. And even though I was in that very unfulfilling job, it was making me like just more positive. And I was having mm. like much more positive outlook on my life, on my current situation. I was, I had just gotten married and like my husband was noticing these differences too, like how happy I was after leaving boot camp. And so I keep going. I sign up for a membership. And after like the first month or two, I came home and I said, listen, I think I want to open up my own fit body boot camp. And at first, my husband kind of laughed at me because he was like, Again, you don't have the education. You don't have the coaching experience. He's a physical therapist. So he's the one that has the experience. Interesting. And so I just kept talking about it and talking about it. And finally, he it sparked an interest in him as well. He started looking into the brand. And then six months later, we opened up our first location together. My husband and I did that together. And it, it was amazing. And of course, in the beginning, it was scary. It was challenging. I felt like yeah. I didn't know what I was doing most of the time, 
but I had a passion for fitness. I had a passion for the way it made me feel. And I Mm. really wanted to give that back to other people and help fuel their life with that positivity that I had gotten at boot camp. And so that's kind of how it all started for me. Before that, had you ever thought about owning your own business? You know, I hadn't, but, Mm. and I've had so many conversations in the last few years about this, just looking back, I had never really thought about my own business per se, but I've always had a very entrepreneurial mindset. Like from me, since since I was 14 years old, like in the state of Virginia, you could start working with a worker's permit at 14. And like, I got a job at 14. I was very much in, into making my own money. And like time my parents would tell me, oh, you can't have this or you can't go on that trip. I'd say, okay, well, I'm going to pay for it. If I pay for it, can I go? And usually (laughs) it was usually yes. And so (laughs) I, I was motivated by money and I just, you know, loved working for everything that I wanted. And so I do think I've always just had that mindset. Yeah. I was just thinking of, uh, so Steve Jobs, there's that quote of, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Mm -hmm. So it's so cool. I'm sure for you too, it's like, you look back at your life, like, wow. Like if, if you had not met that friend and gone, you know, running with her and then been introduced to Fit Body Boot Camp, I mean, you wouldn't be sitting here right now. Exactly. We, we joke that, so that she, cool. she's actually still like one of my good friends today. And we joke that she should get like a small royalty <laughs> every month because like my entire life, like the trajectory, like everything that I had planned for my life at that time completely changed when I stepped foot in that gym. And it yes. was like looking back in the last six years, like I couldn't imagine any other way. Like who knows what I would have been doing. Yeah. And here you went from real estate to that. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things that stuck out to me when you were telling your story, it was the passion and the fulfillment. Mm. It wasn't so much, okay, it was this gym or like, had you ever like, I'm going to own a gym someday. But what you were tapping into was what fulfilled you. And your husband, you noticed that as well. Because so I I think so many times, especially, you know, even... uh, with school, when we're, you know, in high school, what are they telling you? They're like, okay, I can remember looking at the list of careers and what do we all do? We look at the ones that give you the most money, right? (laughs) Okay. I'll be an attorney or a doctor. Those are my choices. But we, we very rarely will think about what will give me joy and what will like really set my soul on fire. And I think that so many of us get caught up in these jobs and these careers that are just a job. And then when we wake up, especially in our 40s and 50s, and then go, wait a minute, this does does not fulfill me, right? So yeah, it's the passion, I think, that really is the driving force. Definitely. And to that point, I found that passion with boot camp because I was very much at a point in my life, and I know many of your listeners are probably at this point in their life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what your age you're at, where if you're not in college or if you're not working in like an office every day, say you're working from home, people Mm -hmm. are lonely. People are lonelier now today than they've ever been before. And even six years ago, seven years ago, when I started this journey, I 
I was in, I, I was living in my hometown, which is where I was raised. But after college, mm-hmm. like I did live somewhere else for a little while. So mm-hmm. once I came back home and my husband and I bought a house and we very much were looking for like friend groups and people to hang out with and connect with. And I felt like I was missing that connection in my life. Like people that supported me, people that were doing mm-hmm. something similar as me. Yeah. And so when I went to boot camp, I found that it wasn't just mm-hmm. the workout. Like I mentioned, it was that there were other people there that were working on their physical fitness and their mental health. And they were all very invested in that. And yeah. I loved being around other people that were on that same journey as I was. Yeah. And people are missing that today. And yes, all our members at fit body, a fit family, because we truly want you to come to this place and feel like these are your family members. Like these are people that care about you because you don't get that at a lot of places mm. today. Like people are so isolated and it's not That's so interesting. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. And being hard. like what like what is community, right? It's it is connection. And that's one thing I don't do you know much about the blue zones? I talk about that a lot on the show. I, I do. I'm very interested in them. Yeah. Uh, I would love to live in one. We actually I, we, we went to Costa Rica um, last year. And that's, you know, part of it is one of the blue zones. And we met a man who opened up an outdoor gym. It was the coolest thing ever. All the equipment was made out of wood. I think it was teak wood. Oh, that is so cool. It was so cool. And, and my husband and I were so interested in his story. We were like, what inspired you? Because he was from the U S we're like, what inspired you to come here, open up this outdoor gym? And he was like, I wanted a better quality of life. Like Mm -hmm. I love fitness, but I wanted to just be in, you know, in it all the time and in, in, yeah. in that zone. And so it, it was so fascinating to us. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's the thing. It's like, and, and they say like one of the, the things that are common for centurions is that they have a sense of community. They connect with other like-minded people. And so that's what kind of really stuck out with me. And I shared with you, like, and my listeners know, it's like, I live in Portugal the other half of the year and Portugal, it may not be considered one of the blue zones, but they do connect more with community. And I feel like, especially in the United States, we are all so busy. We, and it's great that so, a lot of people can work from home, but what do we do? We stay in our little caves. Right. We don't get out and connect more. Yeah. And one thing I like about the Fit, uh, Fit Body Bootcamp is that it is a smaller, right? Like they're smaller franchises, not like these huge gyms. Right. I, yes. We, yeah. Most of our, most of our locations are anywhere from like two to 400 members, but mm-hmm. when you go to a session, so you have to pick a session time to come to. So there's like multiple sessions throughout the day. There's typically anywhere from like 20 to 40 people. And so you're put in groups. So you get to mm-hmm. know the people that you're working out with. It's not just a big yeah. box jam where people are walking around doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've never, I've never liked the big gyms. <laughs> I just, because I can't connect with anyone there, you know, it's just like, oh, who's that person? Right. So I love that. Yeah. So if there's somebody out there that's, you know, they're listening and they're like, they're not happy with their career and they, they, number one, they don't know what they want to do. They know they don't want to stay with where they're at. So mm-hmm. how do they discover what they should do? And then second, how do they actually get that courage to, to make the leap, especially when it's, late in the game, if you will. I don't think anything's too late, but. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, first starting out with, I I talk about this a lot, your values, like what adds Mm. value to your life. 
And there are people today who say, for example, like I value health and fitness, but yet you're 75 pounds overweight and you're not eating Mm -hmm. healthy and you're not taking care of your fitness. You don't truly value that if your life does not match up with it, if your actions do not show that. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's starting out with first, what do you value in your day? What do you, what do you enjoy doing and what, you know, what could you do without money? Like we need money, but what is something that you really enjoy that you could get up and do every single day? So like, you know, fitness, helping people, health, nutrition, all of that was something for me. And though I am at a very different spot in my ownership journey now where I'm not coaching on the floor anymore, like I used to, when I'm not in the studio every day, it's still a very much big, it's very much a part of what I do every day. It's some capacity. And so I think you have to think about what you spend your time doing and also look at what you don't enjoy doing. Because a lot of times we always ask people like, oh, what do you really enjoy doing? Well, maybe we should be asking the question of what do you not enjoy doing? And so I think just starting there is assessing your values. And you could Google like, what should my core values be? And you're going to get, and I actually did this the other day because I'm about to give a presentation (laughs) on Friday in Dallas about core values. And you could see values written in like one word, like, you know, um, resilience. Like I being resilient and I value hard work and perseverance or Mm -hmm. values could be like an entire sentence or paragraph. And like, you really have to define it on your own. Like you can't look at someone else's values and say, okay, those should be mine yeah. because no one could say like, Hey, you should really value taking care of yourself. If like, that's not one of your values, like you shouldn't right. have to have to like, you know, conform to what other people are saying. So I think you have to have, I think a little bit of introspection, right? right. Where you have to right. kind of go within and ask yourself, what do I value? And not exactly. again, like, just like you said too, not be concerned about everyone else's values are you have your, you have your own values, your own strengths and everyone's so unique. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think sorry. So. And, and like, even so you, you and I, so you live mm-hmm. in an RV and like, I could <laughs> never I could never live in an RV right now because of my two small children. Right. And I am so comfortable where we live. And I love, you know, being close to my children's school and the grocery store. And like that quality of life is very much what I value right now. Like I am so comfortable and I'm okay with that. And this is the season that I'm in. So I am not valuing like travel like that. I love to travel. But I can't say that's like one of my core values right now. My husband may say differently because he's always like, but like we can't travel every week. We have two small children. And so like you and I, our values are going to be very different. Yeah. And you know, what? I'm so glad you said that because it evolves, right? So at one point I was like you where I was raising the kids and I couldn't travel. I had totally different values at that time in my life. And I think that's so, it's so important to, to look at that and go, wait a minute, where am I at now? You know, do I still have kids in the house? Do I have an empty nest? Am I single? Am I married? What do I really want? Cause I think values, they, they change. Right. right. And they, and sometimes we don't realize that they've changed. Sometimes we hold on to old values, kind of like the show I was telling you about I did yesterday. It's like those old, breaking those old rules and creating new rules to support the life that you have right now or, and, or the life that you want in your future. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be a little proactive about, okay, where am I going to be five years from now or 10 years from now? 
You know, do I want to be, do I, do I want to be in this job that I don't like, or am I going to take off to Costa Rica and open up a gym with teak? And then anything can go. So I think, yeah, that is, I'm so glad that you said that because there are different seasons that we go through in our lives and they change, but sometimes we don't realize that they change or we don't allow them to change. We don't allow ourselves to go with the flow of those seasons. Well, and you become so comfortable in that season and you're scared to change anything because you don't know what your life could look like. I have a really good example of this and it kind of transitions into that. How do you take that leap of faith? Um, I, in my role as I'm the community manager for the fit body franchise. So we have 220 locations nationwide and we're growing really, really fast right now. And so it is my job. I work on the marketing department. So I help people in those beginning stages of opening Mm -hmm. up their location. But then also Mm -hmm. I have the opportunity to speak to people who they might be considering franchise ownership, but they're on the fence. And they have so many questions. And so they'll book a call with me and we'll talk through pros and cons and, you know, I'll ease their mind. And so the other day I spoke to a young lady or an an older lady, she was at her Mm -hmm. mid, uh, almost 60. She had been Mm -hmm. working in a government job for 30 years. And she had recently kind of like me, she started going to fit body bootcamp. It was the best part of her day. She loved it. Her and her husband, they were on the phone with me and they were like, we want to open a location, but Mm. I'm so scared to leave my job. I'm so scared to leave that financial freedom and stability that I have in this position and go open up a gym where who knows how much money I'm going to make in those first Mm. few years. Yeah, And I'm like, listen, I can't be the one to answer that question, like if you should do it or should you not. However, you need to ask yourself in this current stage of life, what do you want? Do you want to continue to get up every single day and go into this eight to five job and let it suck your soul away from you? Because that's what it sounds like you're doing. Or do you want to take that leap of faith, start a business that you're going to be in, work in, be excited about? And yeah, you're going to take a pay cut but your life is going to change drastically. Your lifestyle is going to change. Your routine, your day is going to look different. And so you really, it goes back to those values. What are you valuing right now? What do you want to spend your time on versus what are you actually spending your time on? And like, are you willing to take that risk? And it really boils down to that. Like nobody. Yes. And the fulfillment and the passion that you get in exchange. Right. I know. I, I think like there's so many people, especially like those government jobs, like they yes. could be like, oh, but the pension, oh, the retirement and the 401k and all like, ah, you know, yeah. leave all that behind. I mean, I, I meet so many people, especially in the RV world. I meet a lot of people like I've got X amount of years left until I can you know, like, how do you know you're going to have those years? You right. don't know that. I mean, I talked about the other day, like my cousin at the age of 65 just unexpectedly passed away. And so we don't know. Like sometimes we're like, I'll start living when, like start living now. And okay. and why be in those soul-sucking jobs? I was the same way. I mean, I was an entrepreneur for 25 years. I took a job purposely that I didn't, I knew I I knew I'd be good at it, but I knew I wouldn't love it. And which is hard, like sometimes we have to do those things, right? And you can be good at something, but not love it, right? Right. 
And I took a job in Chicago selling real estate, selling uh, houses, new construction. I was really good at it. I made a lot of money, which is how I was able to buy the RV. But I knew deep down, like my soul was like, do not get attached to this money. This job does not feed your soul. I mean, I can remember just driving to work every day and go, oh my God, I was like watching the clock. Like I hadn't even walked in the door yet and I was counting the hours to leave. (laughs) So it's like the money, like like you said, like money is a great thing because obviously money does make the world go round. Money does allow you to, to buy experiences and whatever it is that you want in life. But it's not the end all. Like it's not, it's not a reason to stay in something that just drains your soul. Yeah. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. So how do how do you how do you get that courage to finally take the leap with something like that? Like with that lady, what do you think is what do you think she needs to just go for it? Yeah. I think you need to ask yourself. Like, clearly there's a reason why you're exploring something else. Yeah. Like, clearly there's a reason why you are questioning, you know, am I in the right career? Should I be doing something else? And then you need to really get quiet with yourself and say, am I going to be happy if I'm exactly where I am right now in five more years and 10 more years? Yeah. And if the answer is no, then like you have to do something. And that doesn't yeah. mean you're going to go out and start a business or maybe it, maybe it means that you stay in the current position that you're in, but you start a side hustle or you start something else that could be fulfilling. And I'll share another, I I love sharing stories. I'm full of stories, but I, (laughs) in my second, in my second location. So after I started my second location um, and I was, you know, I had a team and things were going well, I decided that I I love clothes. I love fashion. I love fit body t-shirts and stuff. I loved buying them and making them and selling them to our clients. And so I decided I'm going to start my own athletic apparel company. Mm. I spent so much money that I never got back. Let me just start with that. (laughs) And I had this vision and I had this vision that I was going to start this little business and I was going to have pop-up shops. And I did, I went, I mean, I spent at least 20, $30,000 on gear. I had all these wholesale accounts. I had a, a business logo made up. And it was so fun for the first six months. And then after like, I actually had bills I had to pay associated with this and it was hard to keep up with and had a website to manage. I was like, I don't, I don't really like this. This is not that much fun. This was, this was fun in the beginning, but I don't think I want to do this like, like real. Like, I don't think I want to do this as like a real business. I think I wanted it just to be a little side hustle. Yeah. And so after like three months, I sold everything and I closed up shop. I closed my LLC and, and I never touched it again. And I'm so glad you said that because that's the thing. I think a lot of people will start something and they feel that they have to stay with it. Cause like, oh my right. gosh, what if I tell, you know, <clears throat> here it is. I quit my job and now I got to tell my family, whoopsie, made a mistake. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. There are no mistakes in life, just no. retakes. Right. So you did, you did a retake. You're like, the thing is it's becoming aware, right? Like this is not working for me. I tried yeah. it. It's okay. But again, going back to the Steve Jobs quote, right? It led you to, to, to something else and just something. And you learn from all of it. Yeah. I mean, I thought the same thing too. Like when I took off an RV, I was like, how do I know I'm going to like this thing? How do I know I'm going to like podcasting? You know, like, how do I know? But I was willing to give it a try. And I think that's it. Like you get this, there's 
I'm full of quotes today. You're full of stories. I'm full of quotes. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, what is that quote of uh, what will you do with your one wild and precious life? Mm. Like, what are you going to do with it? And why not just try some things? Because you never know. You might stumble upon your, your fit body boot camp, you know, in life right? You might stumble across something that's like, okay, a t-shirt company, not for me, but I gave it a shot, right? There's nothing wrong with just trying and you're never, it's, you're never too old. It's never too late. I mean, I'll think of, um, oh gosh, what's the French pastry chef. I'm having a, a Julia Childs. Oh yeah. She didn't start, she didn't start cooking until she was in her fifties. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, uh, JK Rowling, I mean, there's like tons, tons of amazing people that didn't start until their 40s and 50s in life and left a cushy job because there was something in them that was like, I, I, I need more. I want to explore more. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like, what else could I do in this lifetime? You know? Yeah. Like you said, I mean, you have to have that courage. You have to have the courage to take a chance and if you don't, like, then you're just going to be stuck in that same situation that you're in right now forever. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think it's actually taking the chance that gives you the courage, mm-hmm. right? I always say like, I don't feel like, oh, there's like a bottle of courage. And like, look, right. you know, MK here, take this. Here's your right, bottle right. of courage. Like you create, like just in the same way of finding your own values, you create your own courage and you create that courage by taking those. Because I'm sure for you now, after taking so many leaps, it's easier for you to take another leap. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, there are even times where my, my husband, so I'm like the visionary, like we work together and he's very much like, you know, grounded to numbers and data and making sure it makes sense on paper. And he has to like, pull me back to, to earth sometimes, because I'm like, yes. I have this idea and I want to do this. And he's like, no, we can't, you know, let me pull you back. <laughs> Which is really good though. Right. It's Keeps great. You more yeah. grounded. Right. It's great to have that partnership with your spouse where, you know, you have different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way I was telling you earlier. I'm like, I wish I could just clone myself so I could do a kajillion things. Like I oh, still, I still have a dream of opening up because, well, speaking of French pastry chef, I am a French pastry chef. So yeah. And I trained in Paris and I had, I had a French uh, pastry business for a while in Colonial Williamsburg and I would do the, the farmer's markets and all of that. But with raising kids and I still owned, you know, a medical practice at the time, I was like, it was too much. So I had to, I had to leave it behind, but I was like, one of these days I'll go back to it, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't, and I'm, I'm glad you said you were saying something earlier. Oh, about, it's about your t-shirt company. Like, you know, you can make, you can make a business as large as you want it. Right. right. And you can keep it as small as you want it. Mm-hmm. And just because like, if someone out there is like, I've always wanted to, you know, whatever, own a coffee shop or whatever it is, it doesn't, you don't have to be like huge as Starbucks. You can just keep a simple little, I mean, you can right. have, you can have a food truck. You can have, you can keep it as simple as can be. Cause mm-hmm. obviously like we get exposed to all these huge businesses nowadays on social media and you look at Apple and all these huge companies and I think that scares people like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like, no, I have to do that. You know, you can keep it super simple. 
And that's even like the business that I'm doing right now with podcasting and becoming an author and an inspirational speaker. Like, I don't desire to be a Tony Robbins. I don't want that. Like, that's cool, but I don't want it. So you can go into it with the mindset of that you have control of that. You can keep it super simple. You can make it as big as you want to, you know? So, and I think that sometimes those fears is what keeps people back from actually making that leap. Yeah, that's such yeah. a great point. Um, I actually have a good friend who I was, I'm training for a marathon right now. And oh, nice. her and I were, were running together the other day and she's a physical therapist. She loves working with athletes. And she was like, I'm struggling right now with what my next move should be. I feel like I should be doing something else, but I don't know what I should. And she knows that I love talking about that stuff. So we get to <laughs> chatting and I'm like, listen, you are great at running. You're, you have the, the training, like the schooling, you're an athletic trainer, yeah. you're a personal trainer, you work with athletes. Why don't you become a running coach? She's run several marathons and she's like, yeah, but there's so many running coaches out there. Like it doesn't matter. All you no. need is five clients that you can connect with. And those five clients will then refer you to five more clients. And then it builds from there. We're all comparing ourselves to the Tony Robbins, like you mentioned. And that deters us from taking that, that leap of faith to start anything. And like I did in the beginning, like when I started podcasting, you know, I was hired by the Fit Body Bootcamp brand to run the Beyond the Scale podcast. And our goal was really to reach all of our clients in our locations across the country, but then also inspire someone to go to the gym that maybe isn't going to the gym. And I could easily go down a rabbit hole of comparing my episodes to everyone else's, comparing Mm -hmm. my reels, Uh, comparing the way I looked, the way I sounded, like, oh my gosh, what I said didn't sound very intelligent. You can do that (laughs) I get that all the time. (laughs) But if like you connect with just a few people, then- and you're doing so much good. Exactly. And like it continues to build from there. And yeah. too many people are so like discouraged by like, they have to be so big in the beginning. And, it, and those people that are so big, they didn't start that way either. They all have humble beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. And it's, I mean, yeah, especially with social media, we live in this world of comparison and every single person again out there has such unique strengths and qualities and what makes you, you, and you should bring more of you out into the world. And that's what makes the difference. Yeah. No matter how small, no matter how big it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, I always think too, like when I started this, I was like, there's just one person out there that listens to me (laughs) might get motivated to, to change their life for the better. And and to, there was one thing you said earlier about with Fit Body Boot Camp and what you noticed when you were there, and is that it was people taking care of themselves, right? And that's really what it comes down to is making yourself a priority, making yourself number one. Even the lady that you talked to last week about, you know, possibly doing a Fit Body Boot Camp franchise. Yeah. It's about her, let's just let's call her Judy. Yeah, she sounds like she could be a Judy. Um, But it's Judy saying, Judy, you are important. You are number one and you deserve to actually live a life that sets your soul on fire, not to be stuck at a desk in a, you know, a government job that is just draining you. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It does. Yeah. Wow. This has been great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm motivated now. I'm like, I'm gonna open up my coffee shop. 
<laughs> do it. My French pastries. Maybe like a, a coffee food truck since you're into, you know, know, the mobile, mobile living. You could, oh, you could just pull it behind your RV, right? You could just pull your coffee truck. That way, every time you park it, people are going to be like, oh, there's a, there's a coffee truck right there. <laughs> how, how convenient. Like, it's right. a traveling podcaster slash coffee maker. I've Perfect. got a coffee maker right there, you know? Yeah, there you go. So where can we find you? Um, so you can find me at marycatherinestall.com and then also Fit Body Bootcamp. You can find us at fitbodybootcamp.com. If you're interested in checking out a location, just type mm-hmm. in your zip code and you'll see which location is closest to you. Um, and then also I'm on Instagram, Mary Catherine Stahl. And on YouTube, I have quite a few motivational videos and episodes nice. of Beyond the Scale on the Fit Body Bootcamp YouTube page. You are quite a wise woman. Oh, well, for thank such, you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're an old soul. You remind me of my my middle son. He's like an old soul. Like, <laughs> like there's an 80-year-old man in there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm excited for uh, for when you're an empty nester and you're going to do some great things. Well, I just feel you. it. I know thank it. You. Yeah. Any uh, Any final words of inspiration for everyone out there? I don't think so. I think just going back to what we said about stop comparing yourself to what everyone else is doing and kind of, you know, take your own leap of faith and really ask yourself what you want, because you're, this is your life. And mentioned it's, it's no day is promised. And you don't, if you're talking about what you're going to be doing in five years, you don't know if you're going to get those five years. And so if there's something that you're really, really wanting to do right now, and you can't, you can't let go of it. You keep coming back to it. Then mm-hmm. take the chance. Take that chance. Coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Thank you, MK. Thank you so much for having me. And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, so many people are lonely and missing a sense of community nowadays. Connecting with other like-minded people is critical for your well-being. Number two. If you want to find a fulfilling career, ask yourself, what adds value to your life? What do you enjoy doing? And what do you not enjoy doing? Number three, considering that your values change as your life changes, go within to discover your unique core values at this season of your life. Number four, ask yourself, in this current stage of life, Do you want to continue to get up every single day and go to a soul-sucking job? Or do you want to take that leap of faith and start a business or change careers that you are excited about? Number five, there is a reason why you are questioning if you are in the right career. Get quiet and ask yourself, am I going to be happy if I'm exactly where I am right now? In 5, 10, 15 more years? If the answer is no, then you have to do something about it. Number six, try something new and see if you like it. If you find out that you don't like it, then it's okay. Pivot to something else. Number seven, you don't have to be a Tony Robbins or a Starbucks. You can have a simple, small business or career that fits your lifestyle, your values, and your needs. Number eight, Stop comparing yourself to everyone else. 
take a chance on your dreams and bring more of you out in the world. We need you. Thank you so much, MK, for sharing your story, inspiring us to reconnect with our values, and providing such great words of wisdom. Please check out MK at Mary Catherine Stahl, that is S-T-A-H-L dot com, and also check out Fit Body Bootcamp, I already did today, (laughs) at fitbodybootcamp.com, and find a location nearest you. Just like MK, it could change your life. How cool is that? Have a great weekend, everyone. And I will chat with you on Monday when we meet another bold and awesome woman that followed her dreams. Our guest is Amy Wall, founder of Timelight Skin Nutrition, a line of facial formulas which feature the groundbreaking 18-hour delivery system. Amy Wall will help you take back the reins of how you feel about yourself as you age and transform your sleeping beauty into super conscious radiance. I love it. I cannot wait for that show and I can't wait to try her products. All right, everyone, have a great day and chat soon. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.